Welcome to the First Player Token Podcast, a short podcast for folks who enjoy playing board games with family and friends. I'm your host, Derek Bruff. Usually when I review and recommend a board game here on the podcast, I've played that game at least 10 times. That way I know the game well, and I know it has some staying power. That means I usually review older games, but I also like to play new games too. That leads me to this bonus episode you're listening to right now. Instead of a scripted and highly edited review of a family favorite game, I present to you my loosely organized thoughts about a first play of a new board game. Today, we'll take a look at the new game Power Plants from Kids Table Board Gaming. It's a 2022 game designed by Adam Dalton with art by Apolline Etienne. Okay, so Power Plants was on Kickstarter a while ago, and I didn't take long to decide to back it. It's a great publisher, KTBG, Kids Table Board Gaming, does some really good family-friendly games. The price was right. The presentation of the game is great. It's very colorful with good components and some fun art. And, uh, and the mechanics sounded really fun. I'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, the game came in right before Christmas, and I was able to get in a couple of plays recently with both kids and adults. In this game, you take on the role of wizards growing ingredients for your fancy spells in a common garden full of magical plants. And these plants have fun names like honey leaf and deep root, tanglethorn, emberwood, starflower... The name of the game also caught my attention, Power Plants. So it's plants that have magical powers, but the plants are are used to power the wizard spells. So it's kind of like an electrical power plant in the world of wizarding. Um, so perfect. And the cover of the box features a, uh, a big toothy, what looks to be a man-eating plant, kind of like, was it Audrey in the Little Shop of Horrors? So um, very well done presentation here. So the game components, um, the main components are these tiles that they call patches. So uh, each tile is kind of a hexagon, but the sides are kind of wiggly. So um, they fit together like hexagons, but they're not straight sided. So they've got a little more fun to them. Uh, Kind of a tessellation look. Each tile is wood and, I don't know, inch and a half wide or so. Um, They come in um, 10 different colors. I have the Kickstarter edition. I think the The retail edition only has eight colors, Um, but each tile is like I'm holding a yellow tile here and there's a an image, uh, screen printed image, I guess, of a uh, uh, a plant on it. And each color tile has a different type of plant illustration on it on your turn. So these tiles form the garden that you're going to grow with your fellow wizards. They fit together again like hexagons. And so you can add these tiles to each other and grow your garden out. On your turn, um, it's a pretty simple turn structure. You just, you'll have two tiles in your hand and you'll pick one and you'll add it to the garden, fitting it somewhere on the outside of the garden so that it lines up and kind of matches with the other patches. And then you decide uh, you can either activate that tile's sprout power, which is kind of a strong power associated with that color of tile, that color of patch that you're adding, or you can activate the grow powers of all the tiles that your new tile is now touching. So you might have slid it in so that now it's adjacent to three different tiles. Each of them has a, a secondary power called a grow power. And so you can you have a big choice. Do you want to activate the main power of the patch you added or the secondary power powers of all the patches that are adjacent to the one that you added? 
So the grow powers, the secondary powers aren't as strong, but you might get to activate two or three or four, maybe even, I don't know if you can activate five, but you can activate a bunch of them um, at once. And so sometimes that's a better choice than the stronger sprout power, the primary power of the patch that you've played. Now, um, many of the plants uh, let you add sprite tokens to the patches in the garden. This is one way to earn big in-game points. All the so when you when you have the final garden, all the patches of the same color that are connected to each other, that are adjacent to each other, form a field. And the bigger the field, the more points that field is worth. The player with sprites on the most patches on that field gets those points. So uh, it's an it's an area control game. Actually, you're trying to kind of generate sprites uh, and add them to enough patches so that you can control these different fields at the end of the game. The sprite tokens themselves are pretty great. I uh, again, this is the Kickstarter version. I think the the regular version has just little colored cubes, but like I'm looking at the blue sprites right now, and they're clearly a gnome of some sort with a tall pointy hat. There's um, some purple sprites that look like maybe they have mushroom heads. Um, there are some yellow sprites that are, look like they have wings on them and some spiky hair. So the little sprite, the wooden sprite tokens are, are lots of fun. Um, some of the plants don't do much with sprites, but they do generate gems either immediately, um, that you can keep for in-game scoring, or sometimes they'll generate gems that stay on a patch. And then if you have sprites on that patch at the end of the game, you get to add those gems to your, your final score. I think the main way to score points, again, I've only played this a couple of times, but the, the area control is a big component of this and having enough sprites in different fields so that you, you get the big points from those fields. And I think this is the first area control game that I own. Um, I know some board game players like this style of game and it's there's usually a kind of military dudes on a map <laughs> feel to it. So Risk is an area control game because you know once you get that continent, continent of South America, you now you get extra bonuses for that. So, um, so it's a bit like that, but there's no military theme here. You're just rival wizards growing, growing weird plants. So what worked about this game? Well, the basic gameplay uh, is just really simple, um, but it has an interesting choice every turn. So you add a patch, you choose either the sprout power, that primary power of the patch you added, or the grow powers, the secondary powers of the patches around it, and then you draw a new patch. That's it. The presentation of this game is really fantastic. Um, again, I got the Kickstarter edition, so it's a little fancier, but the, the wooden tiles um, have a nice heft to them. The They come in these tin bright colors. Uh, the art on the box is great. The sprites are a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's kind of magical looking. The other thing I like about this game is that, at least in the Kickstarter edition, because it has 10 different colors of plants, each plant has, each color plant has a different power. And in fact, when you set up the game, you pick five plants out of the 10, and each of those plants has two different powers that you can pick from. So kind of a, a basic power and an alternative power. Um, that is, I think, let's see, 10 choose five times two to the fifth, 8,064 different combinations of plants and plant powers you can use when you play. So there's lots of replayability here. Let's see, what wasn't as uh, great in my first couple of plays? Uh, so again, maybe this gets better, but it, it did feel a little hard to know where all the in-game points are going to come from. So it was a little hard to make strategic choices during the game. You can get points from the gems you earn along the way. You can stockpile gems on a patch that you then try to control at the end of the game. The area control certainly has a lot of big points to it. And so 
while in some ways there are multiple paths to victory, it's a little hard when you're playing it to know which of those paths are going to be most fruitful. That may be something that comes over time, but also um, the points that the fields generate at the end, the area control fields, uh, that's listed in the rulebook, but I, I didn't find it. Oh, it is on the player aid. Ha! There's a really handy player aid, um, and it has all the field points at the bottom. So good. Okay, so that may help a little bit, keeping that in mind, knowing you know how much a five-patch field is versus a six-patch field, and how many points goes to the second-place person who controls that field. So maybe that'll be better in my, my next play. The other thing that's um, a bit challenging is that uh, you'll be playing with five different colors of plants. Each color has its own power, right? In fact, it has two powers, the grow power and the sprout power. Um, keeping track of that is uh, a little bit hard. There's, there's a nice reminder sheet for all the players, so you can look at it right in front of you. The main descriptions of the powers have these really nice illustrations, but there's nothing that says, to me at least, that like the red plants will add three sprites and the purple plants will generate gems. Like there's no kind of thematic link between the power and the color of the plant. So, so there's a lot of kind of remembering what they do and then looking up on the sheets to confirm kind of what your options are when you put down a new tile. But um, those are fairly minor concerns. I think overall I was pretty impressed. Um, it's a nice, uh, it's a little bit of thinky game, right? Um, it's, a, it's a little puzzly, um, but it doesn't take long. I think it's been 30 or 40 minutes both times we've played. Great presentation, tons of replayability. The player turns are pretty short, which is great, except maybe near the end when you're trying to make that one last big move. And all the kids that I've played it with, uh, ages 9 through 11 or 12, have picked it up really fast. So the publisher, Kids Table Board Gaming, aims to make kid-friendly games that adults will really enjoy too, and I think they've nailed it here. So there you have it, my initial thoughts on Power Plants from Kids Table Board Gaming. Will this hit the table again in the future? I'm pretty sure it will. Um, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a great game. Uh, and if it does and it holds up for repeated plays, you might just hear a full review of the game here on First Player Token in the future. That's it for this first play bonus episode. I've been your host, Derek Bruff. Thanks for listening. Now it's time to play some games. <laughs>